Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Woo! Woo! Is that a thing now? We're going to just go, woo! Every time we say something. It's just a party sound. Yeah. <clears throat> People like it. If someone yeah. comes in the room, it's like, woo! Or if, if you share an idea at a meeting and then someone across the table goes, woo! I like that. That feels good. That feels great. We don't woo enough. We suck. Wow, Steve, you can do better. Let me try again. We should woo more. We're I think capable. so, too. Okay. I have Gronk news. Ooh. Rob Gronkowski is going to be in a commercial <laughs> that, for my money, at least at this point, is going to be my most anticipated can't-wait-to-watch commercials. I'm sorry. I went to a place where, uh-huh. I was it Joel McHale? Somebody was hosting an award show, and Gronk was in the audience, and he's like, hey, you okay, buddy? Gronk, you want a piece of meat? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I just okay, saw another article about Gronk that he made $70 million in salary during his career and never spent any of it. Wow. So chew on that. What if I said to almost anyone, I bet Gronk is better than 90% of people with their money. You wouldn't believe that. Yeah, because he seems like a meathead. Yeah. Hmm? But I clearly he's a smart guy. Anyway. I, I mean, come on, he didn't buy so much as a car, a house. I don't believe that. Maybe he made it all from advertisement money. Oh, I see what you're saying. Endorsement money. Yeah, did, isn't that like Jay Leno? Didn't Jay Leno. he do that too? Never spent any of his Tonight Show salary. Would only spend money from the stand-up gigs that he did. It's either that or the other way around. Right. But either way, just sash and money. But he's, he's he bought a lot of cars. Yeah, yeah. And For he sure. performs every Sunday night at this Burbank Comedy Club. That's amazing. Just every Like week. every Sunday. Uh-huh. Aren't you ever like, no, nah, I'm going to watch football tonight. Oh, my gosh. Or I don't want to do it. Or I've told those jokes a thousand times. Kudos to him. Yeah, brilliant. Now back to Gronk News. Oh, right. He is teaming up with FanDuel. It's a betting website. This is going to be their first commercial. And in short, he's going to attempt to kick a field goal live during a Super Bowl commercial that night. This is a stunt, and it's the one I'll look forward to the most because we don't know how it's going to go. Here's what happens. If people bet uh, Super Bowl bets of $5 or more via FanDuel between now and kickoff of the Super Bowl, those people who have registered those bets... 
if Gronk makes the field goal live during the Super Bowl commercial, they will win their share of a $10 million pot. So basically, what they'll do is they'll send out money to these people who have registered on FanDuel, place a Super Bowl bet. If Gronk makes the field goal live during the Super Bowl commercial, they then release $10 million in free bets. So it's it's FanDuel money, right? You got to bet it on something else. But I don't know if uh, if a million people do it, then everybody gets ten bucks. If only two hundred thousand people do it, it's more money. Use a calculator, whatever. But I just like the aspect of it's a live field goal kick, probably a sixty second commercial, and then you just get to sit back and you don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to register any money on on FanDuel, but I just want to see the live aspect of it. Will it work? Twenty five yard field goal. Is what it's going to be. Oh, I could probably kick that. I'd bet a paycheck that you couldn't. <laughs> All right, 25 yards. I mean, is that hard for a kicker? No, not for a kicker, but Gronk is a caveman. Okay. Now, he did say he used to do punt, pass, and kick. I think it would be better if it was 30 yards. 30 feels more interesting. Five more yards? Yeah. Why is that more interesting? Because it's further. <laughs> no, it's not. It's farther. <sighs> You're one of those, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, it's like the old <clears throat> Bud Bowl commercials. Thanks for asking, Donna. When commercials used to rock is when they had the Bud Bowl. And it was Bud Light bottles versus Budweiser bottles. Legitimately, as a child, this is true. I look forward to those commercials considerably more than I looked forward to the Super Bowl. These bottles would wear little helmets. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And then they would, you know, a whistle would blow or something, right? They would then go against each other. <laughs> yes. You have a commentator. And then they would they would take out like four spots, one each quarter. And then it'd be like, well, welcome back. It's 14 to 7 Bud right. Light here in the yes. 1993 Bud Bowl. I do remember <laughs> this. It yes. was awesome. That bring back fun. the Bud Bowl. Bring back California Raisins. Okay. Gronk, by the way, is in that movie, 80 for 80. 80 for Brady. That one. And, <laughs> well, I wish his number was 80. That would have been better. I know. Okay. Um, Gronk does not like to be touched. Yeah. Did you see this story? Reminds me of the state fair. He wouldn't do well there. He said, I appreciate my fans loving me, but when they start touching me and patting me on the back, I don't like that. I just want my space. He says, you just have absolutely no clue who the people are. That's my little pet peeve for sure. He said, I don't flip out or anything. I just ask politely sometimes like, hey, can I get my space? Yeah, I get that. Getting touched a lot. Would be annoying. Yeah. And he's muscular, so I would slap him. I would want to slap his chest or his back or his shoulder if I saw him. It's the same thing when you get up. We talked about this with brisket before. You get a big cut of meat, you want to smack it, right? Sure. There's, you just want to. Same thing. You see a big hunk of meat. There's a couple guys at the gym. I'd like to just smack their shoulders or something. What do you think of this? I've almost said a couple times at the gym to like another dude who's working out. Like complimented his muscles. Your oh, thoughts? God, I haven't. No, I'm asking. Not okay. I mean, if you know him, 
And you could be like, hey, Bruce, looking good. Great job. These are guys I've never spoken to. I wouldn't. But I've seen them before. And if I was just like, hey, dude, by the way, what's up? I'm Steve. Um, dude, like your arms are jacked. Nice work. Give him a little fist bump. No, because I feel like you're projecting what you want someone to say to you. <laughs> you know? No, you these know how are we guys... talk about love languages? Yes. It's not, it's going to come off as you're hitting on them. But what if I'm, what if I do this? Hey, dude, um, I was just thinking about my wife and kids, my wife of 17 years, but those biceps got me going crazy. Now that sounds like I'm definitely hitting on them. Let me try it again. Hey, man, um, I am not wearing my wedding band, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely married, have been for 17 years. You doing those tricep press downs, your arms are talking to me. I'm definitely hitting on this guy. Yeah, you, you're totally hitting on him. How do you do him. it cooler? Hey, man. Hey, dude. Nice work. My arms look good. Still a or, little hitty? How do I get my arms to look that good? Is that... Better. Better? Not good, but better. Hey, dude, listen. Game respects game. How long have you been clanging and banging? Because it looks like you've got me beat by a few decades. Nope, now I'm calling them old. Shoot, I could end up in a fight. Yep. Um, hey, do you do steroids? <laughs> 11 make a wish. I wish we could stop talking about this. Do you mind if I hmm. grip your arms while you do your curls? Ah. <sighs> I think I am still hitting on that yep, guy. Yep, you're hitting on that guy. Just don't mention the hot tub anywhere in that conversation. Bro, nice muscles. Ah, Want to join me in the hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> How do you compliment Hi. a guy's muscles I'm without Cliff. seeming like you're hitting on him? Dude, your body looks good. Hit. No. Hey, your muscles are big. No. Dang, you're swole. Don't say anything. <laughs> you're projecting. I want to. No, they wouldn't compliment me back. They're in a different stratosphere. No, what they got going on? What I'm on. saying is, you're thinking that your language is their language. So maybe they're acts of service. I, 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 without even saying anything, spot them. <laughs> One more, one more. All right, go ahead. No, no, that's oh, what I would say oh, to the guy. Oh, you know, oh, one I more see. is your is your spot. And he'd be like, "Oh my gosh, it's impossible to compliment a dude's body without sounding like you're hitting on." Yeah, them. you do it to Bradley Trainer every other day. That seems less hitting, though. That seems more like, dude, look at you. And I do smack his chest and stuff. I'll be like, "Look at this guy. What's going on here?" Hmm. Crap. All right. Good talking to you. When we come back, we have a fun list. This is a poll. On retroactivities, okay? Does that... Oh, okay. okay yeah, yeah. I'm Steve. <laughs> what percentage of people have never sent a text? Facts. Awesome. I'm taking it off. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> See ya. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Big, Woo. nasty, and mama. Don't like that. All right. Don't like that. I seriously feel like ever since we celebrated our five-year anniversary in this freaking building went absolutely insane. They went nuts. The streamers, the stuff. What's going to happen on Friday? I'm not even emotionally prepared for. But since we technically celebrated, I feel like you've sucked all the creativity out of the show. <laughs> Respectfully. Thank you. You just said, can you imagine what dinner would be like with you, me, and your wife? We'd both be yelling at you the whole time. Right. 
Totally. I just need somebody to let We'd me be We'd be talking me. about you in the third person right in front of you. Yes, this has happened Kind of like you've done that to me when you've gotten together with an ex-coworker of mine. I walked in with an ex-coworker today. Oh, ben? Oh, you mean Muss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys were yeah. like, I oh, know. It's like, like immediately. When she does this. Or, it's like an avatar when their tails connect and they form a bond. <laughs> First time I met Muss, who Donna did radio with for like 50 years, our avatar tails connected. We became one being united <laughs> against Donna. And it was like, isn't she nuts with this? She eats like an old pilgrim. You know, just all sorts of stuff. I'm sitting there like, I, you realize I can hear you. I'm in... On the stool right next to you. We couldn't help it, though, because when the tails connect, there's a fiber optic situation that's happening. Well, that's what's going to happen with Lou and I. When are we getting together? Oh, I'm supposed to have you over for dinner sometime. Yeah, remember that? I'm I just going to think... go to Janie and Dave's. Oh, Lord. They would love that. I think um, I think we should maybe have Janie and Dave at the dinner. Oh, yeah. We need a buffer, for sure. And I don't know which other producer to bring. It was going to be Ryan. But he passed away, still a producer. Oh, how about Mike and his fiance? Could be Mike and his fiance, but I got to be honest, I'm a little torn with Mike because he does three hours with Bradley and Dawn. And I feel like he probably feels... It's on his way out. If he identifies on a show, my guess is, and you can tell us that we're wrong, Mike, my guess is, and maybe I'm just shielding my heart because we've been hurt so much by producers... My guess is you identify most with the Bradley and Dawn adventure. If anyone asks, I've never once said one show or the other. I say midday. I'm just producing the midday. I'm bo- with both of you guys. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> Come on I would never. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Sorry. We're picking we between up. two sets of parents. I can't do that. Right. Yeah, you're right. All right, I'm moving on. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Let's clap in front of our mics real quick. Right in front of them. Nice, round, rich. Hope you had your base up in the car. Okay, I have a study. It's basically a poll that asked people how often they did various retro activities. And they included people of all ages. Okay. Okay. And here's a rundown of what they found. 6% have not listened to music on a cassette. Sort of a smaller number than I thought it would be. Yeah, I don't know if there were only 10 people that were part of this poll. That's interesting. You know, I thought it would have been more like 30%. How about this? You thought 30% of people have not listened. Yeah, but yeah. only 6%. That's Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'd like to know more about the sampling of people. Okay, I'll look into it. Okay, thanks. Um, the source is... Source. YouGov.com. Oh, yeah. All right, here, I'm just going to pick some random ones, Okay. Have you used a printer in your home? Yes. 7% have not. I don't own a printer. Oh, still waiting on the check to clear? You should get a printer. You love printing stuff I do stuff love here. paper. Oh, my gosh. And we both do some prep work at home. You could be printing there, Donna. I know. Although the cartridges. So expensive. What are we made of money? Right. 9% have not sent a postcard. I also would have thought that would have been a little higher. I do love a postcard. Did they, who did they pull? A bunch of fogies? Uh, we don't know. 10% have not taken photos on a non-disposable camera that used film. Have not taken... You know, I'm not even going to give you the percentages. I'm just going to say these things and you tell me if you have done these. It's almost worded like in a double negative sometimes, yes. too. I'm having trouble. Yes. If you go to the bottom of the list, it'll show more people. Like, for instance, isn't it close to... What's the, the what's the MySpace one? Uh, please give me a moment. Seventy three percent of people have not had an account on MySpace. I didn't. Did they you? interviewed a graveyard here. I, now I'm getting it. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. So these are all the have nots. Right. Have you ever owned an encyclopedia? Yes. Have Let, you? Okay. Quickly on encyclopedias. Are you going to tell me a story? Yes. (sighs) Fine. Just a quick aside. How about that? Not a full story. Who sold them? How much did you love the Encyclopedia Britannica commercials with that guy with the long hair and the round glasses and like the denim shirt kind of rolled up sleeves? He was schlepping those things all the time on TV. The Encyclopedia Britannica guy. There, If you know, you know. That dude. All right. <laughs> Good story. Um, have you ever sent a fax? <clears throat> yeah, confusing every single time. It's my least confident yeah, technical it, right. task. It's like, does it go face up or face down? Why do I have to put a cover page? It's so annoying. Um, have you ever watched a black and white television? Yes. Have you ever written to a pen pal? Mm. Yes, yes. Yes? Yes. <laughs> Donovan Freeberg was the name of the encyclopedia. Mike, can you just find a quick Encyclopedia Britannica commercial? Here, here, I have got one. one up right now. You got one? Let's play this crap. The what? Well, that's what a commercial is, basically, right? Uh, don't tell him that. Why not? Let's be upfront about this. This is a commercial. Hold it. Don't zap me yet. I usually zap the commercials. I understand. You can really use these books. Know what they are? Encyclopedia Britannica. I've seen your commercials. Good. But I think I'm too young to use it. That's what a lot of I'll people... I'll handle it. This is for all ages. Yes. Here you go. Ready reference. What are you studying? Elephants. Volume <laughs> 4. Check it out. They're endangered. Honestly, think about this. The Encyclopedia Britannica was the internet before the internet. If you had a question about something, what is something... Uh, uh, yes. You would go to a bleeping... Encyclopedia. Or a library. 
to look in the encyclopedia. What a world. And then you'd have to get through those library cards. Oh, you know, yeah. the, Dewey the Dewey Decimal, Decimal System. system. Which I don't even know what that means. Oh, point one, point two. I don't know. Anyway, um, let's see. Rotary phone, black and white TV. We need two people to call from a rotary phone, okay. maybe. Millennial X games are coming up next. The Gen Xer call and a millennial call. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Uh, we're going to play the game next on my talk. Calling all millennials. We need you to play a game. I happen to need a lifeline. Yeah, you're going to need it. 651-DONNA. Okay, sorry. 651-641-1071. We need a millennial to call. We think we already had a Gen Xer call in from a phone booth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, is it maybe that millennials don't know how to use phones and stuff? Oh, you got to text them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, millennials, text in. Yeah, they're on like WhatsApp right now. Like, where's the game, man? (laughs) Totally. Hey, Chad. Wow. All right, you call us. I'll hit this button. Rocco's going to go get your call. Generation X. Versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> Uh, we've got a caller on the line right now. DJ Clump Lobster is doing it, doing it, and doing it. Yeah, well. here, let me tell. Here's the guy who called in on line two. Will you tell me what you were just telling me? This is super interesting. Uh, yes, uh, I was just saying that uh, those Encyclopedia Britannica commercials from the 1980s featured a young kid who was actually Donovan Freeberg. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the announcer who was uh, off camera was a very famous uh, comedian named Stan Freeberg, who was also an advertising writer. Okay, we got the millennial online, too, so you guys want to play the game? Hey, that beat guy, beat I, know, beat I, beat I know what he was just about to say, though. That was actually Donovan's father okay. as well. Sure. Google just showed me that. Had it been in the 80s that I looked this up, the Britannica would have shown me the that. The kid kind of looks like Joel McHale. Nope. N- no. Yes. Yes. Who's the uh, millennial that we have? Uh, okay, so that person, thanks for calling about the Britannica. Uh, I believe we've That's got uh, Michelle, I think, was it? Hey, Michelle. Maybe I got Hey, guys. Her. Okay, good. How are you today, Michelle? I'm doing really great. So yes. happy to be on the line with you guys. Oh, uh, we're happy to have you on the line. Do you remember the Encyclopedia Britannica? Okay. How old are you, Michelle? 34. 34. Wow. Yay! Whole life ahead of you. Halfway to 68. Do you feel like you've accomplished enough yet? Yes. Nice. Great. Oh, All you right, got Michelle. a real power player. And I got my Britannica, bro. We both love Encyclopedia Britannicas. So oh this is going to be a good even Maple match. Maple Grove Leaf, MGL, as some like to call him. Is that Maple Grove Leaf? Oh, wonderful. And I'm going to crack into this bang as we start the game. All right. I think. Did I tell you I had a bang conversation at the coffee shop this morning? 
Wow, what'd they talk about? I said, hey, dude, I noticed you're drinking Bang. Uh, mm -hmm. I've had a good experience on Bang. He's like, yeah, they're going to get sued. <laughs> they're going to go bankrupt. They said they claimed they had creatine in there, and they didn't, so they've been sued twice, and it's like millions of dollars. Hey, Rocco. They're going to go bankrupt. Actually, they're going to go bankrupt. <laughs> ah, that's a funny joke. Did All you right. want to talk to Maple Grove Lee? Yes. I thought we already did. You already did the Britannica no, thing, right? No, that was a different guy. That was some guy. That oh, crap. Killed some time Shout with. out to that guy. What up, Maple Grove Leaf? He... He should be there. Hey, Leaf. Jeez. Okay, hang on. MGL. I'll try it again. Hello again. Yeah. Hey, Maple Grove Leaf. Hey, Leaf. MGL. Can you hear me? There he is. Now we wow. got you. Hi. Wow. Hi. Are you Barry in the men's White. room? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not in the men's room. I'm having a hard time hearing you guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. Okay, oh, but no. we're getting some echo. It sounds like you're in a uh, like a men's room. I'd be honest. You're in the men's room right now. You're 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 are on you in the a, crapper no, or in the tub. I'm in the break room, but do you remember the Encyclopedia Britannica when he said... Uh, okay, we're going to start Rocco! the game. Oh my God, Rocco! I, have, I get nine minutes on this show, and tw it's three of them have been talking about Encyclopedia Britannica. Brotanica. I would like to go second today. Whatever. Fine. All right, I'll go. Do you really want me to go back to Maple Grove? <laughs> no, no, you heard his feelings. You have to mend that fence later. Okay, who wants to spin? Donna? I would like no, to spin. No, Steve. Okay, fine. <laughs> Music. Music. Oh, yes, it called it. Oh, um, today we're going uh, piano lesson Wednesday. Uh, this is a song from 1983. It uh, did top the charts for four weeks. And uh, here's somebody giving a piano lesson on that song. See if you can tell me what song it is. B flat minor, left hand on B flat, right hand will do F. B flat F. I'll use one five one. Then I'll play this left hand B flat in the gap. So it's one and two and. Not real loudly, just to kind of fill the middle. Every now and then I'll go C, okay. E flat. Oh, sorry. And then B flat, D flat. Steve O. Turn around every now and then I got a little bit home. Uh, bright eyes. Turn around, bright eyes. Maple Grove Leaf. Well, Keep I... going on the song. Keep singing. See if you can find the chorus. And I need you now tonight. And I need you more than ever. And it's a holy holy bird. How much time is this? I'm gonna get a holy bird. Wait. Whoever got a dog knew. Whoever got a dog. Put your bottom hair down and fall in love quiet. How do I know if I lay apart? Come on, come on. There it is. He got there. He got there. Wow. He only had 15 minutes. See, I don't mind giving up time, my time That's, for that sort of stuff. Okay. That was exciting. Um, that felt spin the wheel. Maybe, no, maybe you'll do your piano lesson. No music. No. Oh, music. Yes. Piano, uh, piano. It is. It's Piano Lesson Wednesday. We're going to go back to 1996. This song hit number one on the alternative charts, uh, number eight on the mainstream Billboard charts. Number Here, one on alternative, you said? Yeah. Okay. Here is your piano lesson. Try that with me. Oh. All right, now, then when we move to this D5, we're going to play Alternative shot. D, G, B, G. Try that with me. Mm 
let's put those two together. Here it comes. I was thinking it was a Motley Crue song oh, for a second. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Yeah, this is 1996. Oh, I got oh, this so man. bleeping hard right now. Shoot. 96. You got it, Donna. I don't think I do. I'm going right to Michelle. I'm just going right to her. Michelle. 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 Um, okay. Um, want to hear it again? How are you feeling about it? So we want to know the song name? Yes. yes. Okay. Um... Is it a Nirvana song? No. Uh, Steve, what is it? Don't listen to Steve. It could I be a Nirvana no, song. No, it's not a Nirvana song. I don't know. I feel like when I hear the song, I know I'm it, though. Rocco, I'm going to do something. I'm going to break down barriers. Yeah, do it. And I'm going to offer a hint to both of you ladies. Okay. Yeah, please. If you have shut down a bar. <laughs> Closing time. Closing time. Semi-sonic. Hey oh, thank you. Well, do you want us to take the whole point? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're taking the whole point. Right, easy, Michelle. easy, Michelle. I'm bringing Steve skiing anyways, so. Okay. Closing Oh, you're that, Michelle? You're the, yes. the Trohagen? We're going to go skiing. Wisconsin's not that far from Dresser. Come on. I don't know. You how, want free lessons or how, what? How, People how, pay for these things. Good, cool, Michelle. offered for free and you're not even taking it. For free, I have to spend $800 in gas to get out to oh. Michelle's <laughs> Trohagen place. Are you on TV? I used to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably why you can't check The oh, checks haven't cleared yet. Let's, for now, uh, re- refer to you as Trollhog and Michelle, okay? Oh, my God, I love that. I'm going to cry right now. Thank you so much. I'm just going to cry. So she's officially Trollhog and Michelle. All right. officially on my resume now. Okay, wonderful. Oh, Update the LinkedIn. Meanwhile, it's closing time on this conversation because I'm going to spin the wheel. Okay, spin it. Movies. Oh, but you die. You're oh, wow. a I'm telepathic. Um, I'm going to do movie quote Wednesday here. Oh, I knew. I looked at the calendar. Um, this is from a 1981 movie. Uh-oh. This is dialogue between Dudley Moore and Sir John Gielgud. And it goes like this. Hobson? Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to do? No, I don't. I'm going to take a bath. <laughs> I'll alert the media. What Dudley was that Moore, last line? I'll alert the media. That's funny. Oh, I know what this is. Let's bring in MGL, Maple Grove Leaf, calling from the break room. What movie is that, Maple Grove Leaf? It's going oh, well no. with Maple Grove Leaf. <laughs> Maple Grove Leaf. <laughs> is he using like a mute button? Is maybe. The, maybe he's got a mute on. Is the break room like a or safe room? maybe he's listening to the radio instead of to the phone. Could be anything. Let's try one more time. Hey there, Maple Grove Leaf, can you hear me? All right, I'm going to do the thing where I put him on hold and put him on again. That worked last time. Hey, Maple Grove Leaf, can you hear me now? Well... You'll have to drop them. Just drop them. I'm going, and I know that Donna's going to help me out right now. She thinks she knows it. I think it is a person's name is the title of a movie. The movie. That's what I think. Could you be more specific? Nope. Pretend I... Wow. After I just... Rocco, can you read the clue again? Yes, it's dialogue between Dudley Moore and Sir John Gielgud from 1981. Monty Python. Final answer. Hmm. 
Arthur. Ooh, I like this song. I know it's Oh, it was that. Arthur. It was kind of a big deal back in 1981. Yeah, Captain it was good. Mars, that is like yeah. Christopher something something. It was Christopher Cross. Don't you remember me? Uh, Sarge and I went down to Treasure Island. Oh, yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Sarge Hi. still alive? Uh, yeah, I think so. Big money. Okay. Yeah. Here goes. Beep it up. Bop boop. Lifestyle. Movies. Okay. All right. All right. I think this even. is also a hard uh, movie quote. Okay. This one's from 2004. This is Ben Stiller saying something to Vince Vaughn, and it goes like this. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. <laughs> what movie was that? What was the year? 2004. I think that's... Could that be Zoolander? Could it be? Final. Uh, no, it was. Steve, any clue? Oh, no, I know what it is. What? It's the one where they're in the Tropic Thunder. Anchorman. Um, no. Was it the anchor fight? What if I said to you the subtitle was colon, a true underdog story? Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Oh, yeah, that movie. Hey, if I get this next one, I win, huh? Um, No. Maybe. No, yeah. I get last up, so. Well, did did the closing time work or no? That Mm -hmm. That was zero. No, I gave it to him. I gave an incredible clue and gave them the point. So it's one And then Donna gave me an absolute garbage clue and didn't budge when I asked for something more specific. That reveals the heart of that woman, if you ask me. So you got totally clipped to the heart. She got closing time. You both went over movies. So it's one to one going into this round. Yeah, let's go. Top of the third. Nice. Sports. Television. Oh, television. <laughs> I have a question for you. Were you, listen- were you listening yesterday at 5 o'clock to Lori and Julia? No. no. Good, because I'm recycling uh, some questions oh. that I wrote yesterday. Uh, because yesterday was <clears throat> National Shop for Travel Day. It's celebrated uh, on the second Tuesday of January. Uh, I found some TV episodes where uh, they go on vacation. So here comes your question, Steve. Mm. This is the uh, Gen X question. Uh, There was a three-part Happy Days episode in season five called Hollywood. Hollywood, where the Happy Days crew went to Hollywood for three episodes. What was the most famous event that took place on that three-episode vacation to Hollywood? The Oscars' final answer. I know. Donna, any thoughts? Um, uh, they uh, they went to the prices, right? No, there was a leather jacket. Oh, he jumped the shark. He did. Here he goes. Yes. Fonzie. <laughs> Let's see the music. There he is. He jumped it. He made it, I guess. Super happy. Yay, Fonzie was wearing his leather jacket. Boop, 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 television. Uh, Donna. Yes. uh, Same sort of question to you. We're going to go back to an episode of Friends, season nine, Mm. which is called The One with the Jellyfish. Mm. In that episode, who peed on whom? Joey. No, that would not be acceptable in television. It had to be a woman who peed on a man. So I'm going to say Phoebe <laughs> peed on 
Joey. Let's Thank go you. to the tiebreaker because uh, it was uh, Chandler peeing on Monica. Oh, got it. Um, how many Steve Award Emmy Award nominations did the TV show Friends have? Hmm. I'm going to say 28. And Donna, one. It was 62. Steve wins. Yeah, yeah. Eat it. Maple Grove Leaf uh, hung up. Hung up. Trollhagen to Trollhagen. Michelle. Michelle, you lose. No, she wins. All right. All right, Michelle, you win. I don't win, you so but much. you win. I'm so happy. Yay! We love you. Thank you for listening. We gotta go. We're running super okay. late. You and Steve yeah. can figure out the troll hogging thing. When we come back, soup news. Stay with us. <laughs> for Crescent Tide Cremation Services, you know I talk about Crescent Tide. Uh, well, because they're good people over there. It's Lisa and Verlin. Uh, they used to be in the full service, like funeral business. And one day they thought, you know what? This just is, doesn't feel great. We feel like we're overcharging people for things they don't really need. When most people, all they really want these days is a simple cremation and then go off and celebrate their loved one in a way that's unique and special to them. So that's what they do. They do simple cremations. They start at just $800. If you want to add on some things, you are allowed to do that, but they're not going to trick you into doing it. They'll sit you down. They'll they'll have a nice conversation. They have a cool little office over here uh, near 280 and University in St. Paul, and it doesn't feel like a, you know, stuffy funeral home. It just feels like a normal sort of comfortable office where you can have a nice chat. My mom had a chat there. She prepaid and preplanned for simple cremation. Maybe you could do the same for your family. My talk keyword, cremation. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you listening. Donna and Steve on my talk. Uh, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. She anyway, prime of her career uh, here, guys. <laughs> I'll tell you what we got. Tour. We got the leftovers for 20 years. <laughs> ah, this is where All they... of the Twin Cities hicks <laughs> got her at her prime. And I say that with respect, by the way. And we got yeah. This the, is like the boneyard for me. This is like you when know? you look at deli meat like uh, two weeks later. Is this still good? It's, I don't know. I don't Try know, it's it. Gray, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> also, can I just say this? Woo! What do you? Want? I don't want to do anybody's smell test. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm talking about leftovers. Oh. I don't want to smell your milk. I don't want to smell your meat. I don't want to smell any of it. Are you? Do you get a lot of requests? Sometimes Lou will say, "Do you think this is bad? Smell this," and I just don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do the smell it. I don't want to do the taste it. No. Also, another thing that I have since I have not budged on, no matter the situation that I'm in, I won't say anything that you tell me to say when you're taking my picture. I don't care if I'm with kids at a carnival on a cruise. It doesn't matter. I'm not. Say Mickey Mouse. I stopped a while ago, and it's one of the most freeing choices I've made. That's how I feel about the wave. You're not making me get up. Now, that's a bummer when you talk (laughs) about that. That is such a communal event. Yeah, I don't like group participation in most cases. I'm getting better. Like how? Like I read a book with you. Okay, well, that wasn't like we went to a place together and sat with 30 I don't people. like when people are like, put your hands together now. I'm like, no. Yeah. You. I I also <laughs> said there are some churches that will get a little funky on you, too, and they'll be like, turn to your neighbor and say, it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I nope. told my wife, I said, I'm out on that, too. 
Just know that I'm not going to turn and say anything to my neighbor. I don't. I know people who won't do the sign of peace because they're like, no, no, I don't want to touch you. Like they won't do the handshake or the hug. You know that kind of went away after COVID. I Which was happy. kind of a nice, kind of a nice transition. No, it was. It was nice. You get up, you shake about the hands. People who are on the end who have to put their hand in the air. What you ever you, been to one of those churches? Ta- where yeah, the I, I go to a hand raising church, but not the person on the end. Do you do the hand holding? No. I thought there was a lot of hand holding, and the person who doesn't have a hand to hold then puts their hand up to the Lord. I'm going to say it's been a minute since you've been to church. Rude. I'm just guessing based on what you're describing to me. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just guessing. That's all. I don't, I've not been in a hand holding, and then Carl on the end has to lift his hand. <laughs> I've been to hand lift church. I go to hand lift church. And I've been to non-hand lift church. Do you all do like two hands up in the air? You can if you want to. You don't have to. You know what it's like? It's like you ever been at a concert and then what do you do? People love it and then they put their hands in the air. It's the same thing. Except you're in that case, you're sort of like giving yourself over to the music, the experience. The same thing here, but they might be giving themselves over to the music, what if the experience, no music? the lyrics. Maybe it's a prayer. I don't know. They just put yeah, it up during a silent time. For the, you know, the Lord's prayer. Yeah, I think that could be like a, that's like a sign of submission and offering up of yourself. <sighs> Come down <get laughs> from the soup after. <laughs> what do you want oh, me to no. do? Oh, Mike. Not this. <laughs> Anything <laughs> Mike, but this. But we have to do this. Oh. That's to get us out of the awkward church conversation. <laughs> Lou just found out that we do this segment last night and was gobsmacked. <laughs> really? Sometimes I like to listen to you guys. Oh, no. Wow. Were you listening? Oh, yeah. Bro, turn us on in the calf. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean fun. on the phone. I pick up the oh. phone. You guys don't even know. Oh, oh I see. Oh. So listen, yep. we know it's chilly, which, yep. um, which nobody likes, but no. what is for lunch? I got a turkey cob sandwich, so focaccia bread, turkey, alfalfa Ooh. sprouts, bacon, blue oh. cheese, tomato, oh. avocado spread. Wow, that Donna sounds amazing. just gave a thumbs down to that. Donna, he just waxed no, poetic. No, it sounds very wonderful... nice. What were you thumbs downing there? Uh, it's just not something I'm going to eat. Because of the bread? The focaccia? And the bacon. Oh, my Brian. God. And whatever kind of weird spread he's happening. Brian, listen. Listen, man, your exasperated tone right there is you said, oh, my gosh, after you realize she doesn't like bacon. She said this bacon. morning, I don't get people with bacon. What's the what's the thing about well, bacon? you guys never run out of bacon. You always have like an enormous amount of bacon. Well, you have to because everybody loves bacon. <laughs> Touche, my friend. What's up with focaccia <laughs> bread? I uh, didn't know. I don't think I've ever said it out loud before today. And I don't even know if I knew how to say it. I think it's- in my head it's focaccia. It's like uh, it's kind of on in the ciabatta family, usually flavored with some herbs. This one's a nice rosemary focaccia. So it's like it's at the in the ciabatta family. It comes back from the family reunion. Studied abroad, went to art school. Sure, Sure. came back fancier. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. Um, All right, Brian, keep up the good work. All right, you're our best friend. We gotta go. Bye. Bye. He sounds dumb. It's pronounced herbs. I didn't want to correct him. Right. Seriously. He sounds dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian, we oh, love you. Man. This is fun. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. We're uh, goofballs. Another we hit and miss show. <clears throat> you know, I've heard worse.
I have no access to my emails. And it is downright liberating. Well, you never answer them anyway. Donna. What? Unbelievable. Not you. It's a different Steve. Uh, Bradley and Don and their adventure comes in next. Mike Gangermeister sticks around too. Bye now. Bye.